everybody, and welcome to Taylor's Spirituality Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Sanchez. Super, super excited to get into today's episode. We are going to be talking about healing as well as toxic masculinity and more as more specifically shadow work. So uh, we're going to be talking about my own personal story, um, how I the things that I did um, to heal from my past issues and past traumas, as well as um, different things that kind of men have to go through for um, toxic masculinity. So I'm super passionate about this topic specifically. So if you guys haven't already, follow my TikTok at Taylor Vibrations. Follow my Instagram at Taylor Vibrations. If you guys are listening on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. If you guys listening on anywhere else, please do what you got to do to stay up to date for these episodes. I record these episodes every single week and release every single week. Also, let me know who you want me to interview and how hop on my podcast. I would love to hear other people's stories. So with that being said, let's get into it. So let's first get into uh, my own personal healing journey, you know, so um, I'm 21 years old and I started my own healing journey um, about four months ago, which was uh, in 2020, which I felt a lot of people kind of, um, uh, they a lot of their healing journey started that because uh, so many people were so used to um, going out and drinking with some friends or they're like used to like distracting themselves from um, dealing with their emotions uh, through drinking or using drugs or hanging out with friends or going out to bars or doing this and that to distract themselves. So they wouldn't feel those emotions anymore because it's pretty uncomfortable. But then as this pandemic hit um, back in March, when it was taken seriously, people were quarantined. That means bars were um, closed, you know, uh, hanging out with your friends and family is considered taboo now because like um, no one wants to get sick with, with whatever's going on and everything, you know? And so like, a lot of people now are being forced into handling their own uh, issues and traumatic issues and all that stuff. And it's, it's, it's insane because everybody um, handles it differently. You know, a lot of people kind of play the victim card and uh, when they first start um, their healing journey, they just feel super bad. Cause there's like, why am I feeling these emotions? Because a lot of people are programmed to think that emotions are weakness, even though emotions are power. And I'll be getting into that as well. So now that you see with all that happening with people kind of getting into shadow work and being uh, conscious of it, all that stuff, now you just see so many people awakening to the fact that there's something deeper and there's something more out there for people. Um, they started awakening to the law of attraction. They started awakening to like, damn, these uh, to old toxic habits that happened in my life are because of what happened when I was little. That's ruling my life now. So if you guys didn't know that, how you were raised when you were a child really dictates like how you react and how you uh, react to certain things in this given moment. I always like to say you're not responsible for the programming that you received as a child, but you are responsible for repro reprogramming your mind when you're in your 20s, when you're conscious of all the toxic habits in your life. And um, now you just see tons of people just awakening and it's just super powerful. And you just heard the term mass awakening and it's super amazing to hear that a lot of people are finally awakening to their their abilities and that their thoughts and feelings create their reality super beautiful so um i started my journey uh healing journey uh last year and that was the last four months um so personally when i was uh, going through high school i was 254 pounds and uh your boy was crazy depressed and anxious and suicidal and everything because of all the constant bullying and all the constant negative self-talk and everything 
that a lot of people did uh, said to me and everything, and I took everything that they said seriously. Um, they would call, obviously, I would hear like four eyes. People would call me Malcolm XXL because I'm part black, and um, they would just say XXL because I was big. I was bigger than Malcolm X, and I took those things to heart, and I was very self-conscious about my weight. And I used to think that the reason why a lot of uh, people didn't want to be in a relationship with me was because a lot of people didn't want to date the fat guy or anything, you know? And so I was, my self-confidence was crazy down. My self-esteem was crazy down. I always took negative self-talk. I would always make jokes about myself because of other, because um, other people were making jokes about me and I wanted to fit in, you know? I was like, my self-esteem was not good at all when I was in high school. And that led to, as I said, a lot of negative self-talk and I had to go see a therapist because of how bad my depression was. And um, I have cuts on my arm from when I like self, uh, self-harmed self myself because of uh, many different things. And it was it was a very dark time for myself. And um, thankfully, um, I lost 100 pounds because of, one per- of what one person said to me. I won't get into it because it's not really important. And then 13 months later, I lost 100 pounds. And um, I didn't. I did a lot of shadow work during that. And a lot of people confuse that um, shadow work is only when you're intentional with it. But we're always doing shadow work, whether like a person broke up with us and then all of a sudden we just come home and start crying. That's considered shadow work because you're releasing those emotions. Um, so I did a lot of unconscious shadow work when I lost 100 pounds. I found my confidence back. People always like the happiest I've ever been. And it was so beautiful. Then my awakening happened when I was 18 years old, uh, December of 2017, and I started really like realizing the power of manifestation and myself and everything. Then, of course, that led into like other traumatic issues in my life that I needed to fix and heal from in order to become the person that I am today. You know, so uh, one of the biggest things that I had to heal from was obviously the bullying and not listening to other people. Like I would always say to myself that I wasn't worthy of a relationship because I couldn't, because um, I was fat. I wasn't worthy of a relationship because I was too ugly. I was worried. Uh, I wasn't worthy of being in a relationship because no one wanted to date that fat guy. I would always say that shit to myself every single day when I got home from school and I would cry every single day. It was that bad. And it was a very, as I said, it was a very dark time. So I had to heal from those things. Um, and I'm happy to say that I am, um, you know, I had to heal from a lot of codependency and neediness issues that, um, I, I suffered with from as well. And how I found that out is because I realized that when I was, when I was being raised, this, this isn't a traumatic issue, but it's just kind of crazy how this one little thing that happened in my childhood impacted my life. Um, I, I'm very blessed and very grateful to have very loving parents. You know, they were around me 24 seven. They said, I love you every single day. You know, they spend all their time and spend all their energy with me. And I'm super blessed that I had amazing parents that taught me to be empathic, to, to love myself and to love other people. You know, uh, even though I didn't see that correctly during that depression in, in high school, very grateful to have that. And so I made the connection that, oh, if a person truly does love you, they would spend all of their time and they would spend all of their energy with me. They would say, I love you every single day. They would say all these things to me and do all these things to show their love. And so the moment I heard someone say, I love you, or I would feel the love that a person would give me, 
I would develop codependency issues. I would develop neediness issues because I crave that validation from someone saying, I love you. I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that constant validation because if they didn't say, I love you, or if they didn't spend all their time with me, or they didn't hang out with me, or they didn't encourage me, then I would say, that person doesn't love me. That person loves me less. This person loves another person more that they're spending more time with me, more time with them. It got crazy bad. Like I would be so like in my head, I would overthink if this person really did like me as a person. I would overthink if this person really valued my friendship as I valued them. It got very toxic. And it's just, it was, as I said, it was a very toxic thing for myself. And it's just wild to think that most people, when that traumatic issue happens, like, oh, a person that they thought loved them left their life, and that's why they developed codependency and neediness issues. But for me, it was a very positive experience in high school uh, when I was a kid, very positive experience, which led to my codependency issues. And so, like, whenever I would see a girl that I would like in high school or middle school, and um, I would quote unquote get rejected, even though they wouldn't reject me, they just didn't want to vibe with me or ride with me that way, which is totally fine. At that time, I didn't, I didn't see that. I thought like, oh, this person doesn't love me. They, this person hates me. That's why they rejected me. They rejected me because I was fat. They rejected me because I was ugly. They rejected me because of X, Y, Z. Then imagine having that happen every single time a girl said that to me. And I was just like, oh my God, this becomes a subconscious programming inside of your mind. Right? And so like, it's just all that happened in high school. And then now understanding and realizing that now at this moment, when I was on my walk, I was listening. That's why I love Mac Miller Circles. That was the album I listened to when I was, um, when I finally found that out. I found out um, how I was raised impacted my whole life. And from then I made the decision to heal from my past issues, to heal from a codependency, to heal from my um a wounded feminine energy. I had made the decision to do so. I had set affirmations saying, I love you. I love you, Taylor. I love myself with every ounce of my being. Um, you are enough. You are worthy. You are deserving. I would not have expectations for friendships or relationships. And I'm getting better and better every single day because of that moment. And it, that's how it is. You know, your life totally changed after your life changes with one single decision. And so for anyone that's listening, I'm, I'm live on Discord. So um, anyone that's listening on this Discord or anyone that's listening to this pre-recording, make the decision to heal. Make the decision to heal from yourself, heal from your past issues. As I stated in the very beginning, you're not responsible for the programming that you received in middle school, high school, or as a kid, but you are responsible for reprogramming your mind. And so everything in this reality is a choice. And so you choosing and you not and you consciously not deciding to heal from your past issues, that's on you. Sorry to say, but that's on you, right? Everything in this reality is a choice. Your future is built upon the choices that you make in present moments. And so in this present moment, you have to make the conscious decision to say, I'm going to heal. I'm going to um, do some shadow work. I'm going to journal. Uh, I'm going to find a shadow work prompt on Google and write about it. And I'm going to dedicate today to heal from my past issues. Let me guys, let me tell you guys something. Shadow work is never easy. Shadow work is terrible because like, it's like a huge roller coaster. You have a huge high, like all of a sudden you understand 
what's causing and what's dictating your life uh, to make you to make these decisions and to be triggered when something when someone says something you have like the sense of freedom. It's like, all I have to do is heal from this one thing. And you start healing, you start being happy, you start being amazing, you start being powerful. You just start feeling these high vibrational emotions. But then you have, you get triggered by what one person said to you, like what one stranger said to you in, in, in the grocery store. Then all of a sudden you're down in the dumps again. You're down in the dumps. And that's the reality of shadow work. That's the reality of healing. A lot of people don't want to share that with you, but that's the reality of it. It's not easy, but it's super powerful. And the reason why you need to do shadow work is because it raises your vibration. In the present moment, you're going to be feeling this low vibrational emotion. So in the moment, yeah, you're going to be feeling sad. You're going to be feeling guilt. You're going to be feeling shame, depending on the different experience in your life. You're going to be feeling those emotions. However, when you start healing from those experiences, you are not going to be triggered at one person says, at what one person, what one stranger says to you. For example, if you got bullied in high school for being, uh, for and other people were saying that you were ugly, and you heard this random stranger saying that you're ugly, you're not going to be triggered from that thing anymore. It takes time, but you're not going to be triggered. You're not going to have like this huge roller coaster of emotions. You're going to understand this person doesn't know me from Adam's house cat. Why am I letting this person, uh, this person's opinion about me affect me? I'm good. I don't need you. I don't need your opinion. Your opinion means nothing to me. That is going to be you once you start healing from your issues. And I'm going to say it again. Healing, this healing journey is never easy. It's never easy. It's fucking never easy. But it's super powerful. Crazy powerful. I love it. And, you know, now getting into the different ways that I start to do shadow work and I start to... um uh, heal from my past issues is one of my favorite ways. And it comes to a lot of self-reflection too. For me personally, I heal from situations by talking to another person that I love and that I trust. And that is not going to judge me based upon some stuff that happens in my life. It's, it's, it's powerful, you know? So like if you have that one person, not everybody does, not everybody does, but if you have that one person that you can say, yo, I need someone to hold space for me. And they allow you and they hold space for you and you're allowed to cry in front of them. You're allowed to be angry in front of them. You're allowed to feel these, these quote unquote, low vibrational emotions in front of them. Uh, that's super powerful. That's super amazing. And that's, I, I was very fortunate to have one of the, some of those people in my life where I could trust them and they would not judge me. So if you guys have that person in your life that can just hold space for you and not judge you, please reach out to them. If they're a spiritual person, if they take their spirituality seriously, even better, even better. That's amazing too, you know, because, you know, odds are they've gone through their own shadow work too, and they understand everything that you're going through at this present moment, you know? So, um, that's one thing. Journaling is one of my most favorite, favorite ways to do so as well. I love journaling. I'm a very big poet. I love poetry. I love reading poetry. I love writing poetry. And so me writing poetry has been, has worked wonders for me worked wonders. Um, I have this one poem I would want, I would love to share with everyone that I, that I made. Let me see if I can find it. Um, I found it. So the poem goes, the path of truly loving yourself isn't easy. There's tears, there's anger, there's loneliness, there's darkness. But when you take the, when you take that step from dark to light, your whole perspective changes in the light. There's happiness. It's unconditional love. 
There's never-ending smiles. There's acceptance. There's light. And that light is you. I wrote that in the midst of my healing journey. And let me tell you guys something. Me writing that one poem has done wonders for me. It taught me to love myself and to take and make my healing journey and take it seriously. That one poem did that. And me finding prompts online for me to do shadow work is, is powerful to heal from. One of my most favorite shadow work prompts is, I'm going to share this with you guys. If you guys want to take notes, please, please do. Um, how does envy show up in my life? How would I feel if I got the thing that I'm envious of if I obtained that? That right there is so amazing because a lot of people are going through some subconscious jealousy and envy in their life. Whether it's like, I'm so jealous that this one person has more followers than me. I'm so jealous that this person has more money than me. I'm so jealous that this one person is in an amazing relationship. Why not me? Then you start playing the victim card again. Then it becomes subconscious programming. Envy and jealousy, if you guys haven't seen the Dr. Hawkins uh, consciousness chart, um, that kind of shows like the different frequencies and the vibrations of different emotions. Jealousy is below anger. So actually, if you want to raise your vibration, instead of being sad, instead of being jealous, get angry, dude. Get angry. Like if you can, yell. If you can, start writing angry things, letters in your journal whatever. Start being angry. And once you release those emotions, it's powerful. Emotion is energy in motion. And if you don't release your emotions, that's going to cause a lot of like physical problems. You don't take care of yourself mentally or, or spiritually. That's going to result in a lot of negative repercussions inside of your physical body, inside of this avatar that we live in as an energy. As an example, I was so stressed over this one time I didn't study at all for my finals, and I failed three semesters of my first semester. Uh, I failed three classes of my first semester in high school. And just because I didn't do the work and everything, I was so stressed, I puked, as an example. And so uh, think about, about a time where you felt physically ill. Think about your mental health during that time. Think about that. Your mental, your, your physical body is directly connected to your physical health. And so the more you take care of your, I mean, not your physical health, your mental health. So if you take care of your mental health, your physical body will thank you. So those are my two best ways for me to heal from is, is journaling, uh, finding shadow work prompts online and to heal from those different things is super powerful, super beautiful. But then also finding an ally that you love and trust if they're spiritual, perfect. That's beautiful. So those are my two reasons, uh, two things and two ways for me to heal that, how, that has helped me heal from my um, journey. And if I can reiterate something to you guys, please start healing. Please start healing and make the decision in this present moment to do so. Super powerful. Now, going into toxic masculinity, super passionate about this too. Super passionate because uh, as a man... You know, you boy has gone through a lot of toxic masculinity, a lot of toxic bullshit that happened in my life as a man. It, it's just super sad. You know, I just wanted to start out with some with a statistic. I don't know where this is exactly from. This isn't my own information, but um, men have more suicides than women. And men are more depressed than women. It's it's you guys can look that up. It's it's a sad realization uh, that more men are taking their own lives because uh, and the reason why. 
is because they're not expressing their emotions because men have been programmed to think that emotions are weakness. You're a pussy if you don't share, if you share your emotions. You're feminine if you share your emotions. You're a wussy if you share your emotions. And that's not okay, dude. That's not okay at all. I'm very passionate about this. You can guys can tell in the in the voice inflections of my yeah, my voice inflections. It's 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 sad. It's a sad reality that a lot of men can't share their emotions. You know, like a lot of people are so sad on the inside. And like the moment they can't express their emotions, that results in more anger, that results in more depression, that results in more anxiety. And so that's why you see a lot of men just kind of get so mad at certain things because they're not expressing their emotions. Because emotions are a sign of weakness. That's what our society has told us. And that's totally not okay. One of my one of the best podcasts I listened to, Lewis House, The School of Greatness, he has a book called The Mask of Masculinity. And he basically talks about what I'm talking about now. And this is super powerful. And that's it, it's it's the sad truth that um if you share your emotions as a man that you're going to be weak, that you're going to be feminine, that you're going to be this, you're going to be that. There's more labels that are put onto men because men need to quote unquote man up. And they hear that from either men that they love and trust, AKA their father or their gym coach or their track coach or the basketball coach. Or if they're like start crying because they fell on the swing set when they were young, um, their, their father or like another little kid told him, Yo, you can't cry. You're a boy. Don't cry. Crying's for girls. And that sends sign inside of your, that sends signals inside of your subconscious mind that like, yo, if I cry, crying is only for girls. So I'm not going to cry because I'm not a girl. Or if you cry because of you got your feelings hurt by one person, your dad or your uncle or whatever, or a person just came into your life and is just like, yo, I'll give you something to cry for. Then they hit you. And so that sends another sign and signal inside of your subconscious mind saying, yo, if I cry, I'm going to get hit. So I'm not going to cry because I don't want to get hit. And that carries on to their teenage years. That carries on to their adult years. I'm not going to cry because I don't want to get hit. I'm not going to cry because crying for girls. I'm not going to cry because I don't want to be seen as a pussy. I don't want to cry because this is going to happen to me. I'm going to get attacked by other men. That's not okay. That's not okay. And that's why I feel I'm a, one of the biggest advocates that toxic masculinity has to end. It has to end. We need to have a lot more feminine touch and have a lot more feminine energy flowing through this collective. Feminine energy, which is very nurturing and very loving and very expressive of their emotions. That's what we need in the society because there's a lot of toxic masculinity in the business world. A lot of toxic masculinity in like random grocery stores, you know? There's a whole bunch of that stuff and that stuff needs to end. We need to have men start expressing their emotions. We need to normalize men going up to another homie and just being like, yo, I'm sad as fuck right now. I'm really sad. I need to let a good cry out. And it's a res- it, it's another man's responsibility to be like, yo, it's okay to cry. It's okay to do this. It's okay for you to share your emotions with me. It's okay, dude. You know, let it all out. What's on your mind? That's what we need to do as men. We need to be better. We need to be better at that because we are better than that. We are kings, you know? And that's the thing. That's what I feel. That's what I feel that we all need to do. 
is to end toxic masculinity because toxic masculinity is ruling our society right now and it's truly heartbreaking that's i want to see more men be happy i want to see everybody be happy i really do right i really do but i feel that uh, men just start just just need to start being more expressive with their emotions with their anger with their sadness with everything that they're feeling with their irritation and all of that all that stuff you know so um we just need to normalize men just being okay with it. You know, like there's, I hear this, I always hear this one story of like, um, I was on a podcast the other day, um, yesterday with one of my, um, crazy good friends from TikTok. Um, her ex-husband actually said, Oh, I can't cry. I can't cry. I'm a man. I can't cry. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't cry in front of my boys. But then the wife is just like, Oh no, it's okay for you to cry. It's okay. Let me know what's wrong. And the man's like, Oh no, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do that. It's a sign of weakness. That is so toxic. That is so toxic. And that leads to a lot of physical health issues for men. That that it that results in a lot more mental health issues for men too. That will that leads to more anxiety, that leads to more depression, that leads to more anger, that leads to more control issues, that leads to so many fucking things. And it's so sad. It's heartbreaking. It makes me heartbroken. And that's why I'm one of the biggest advocates of. Share your emotions. It's okay. Be you. No judgment. So that is the end of this podcast. Um, I'm I'm just super, as I said, I'm super passionate about this. You probably felt my energy. If you guys are just listening in this Discord, if you guys are listening on YouTube or wherever you guys are listening to this to, I'm super passionate about this. So with that being said, please, please, guys, leave a like, leave a follow, subscribe to my YouTube channel if you guys can, or wherever you guys are listening to, please like. Follow me on social media at Taylor Vibrations uh, on Instagram as well as TikTok. Please do so and let me know if, who you guys want on my next episode. I would love to have an interview um, guest on here as well. So with that being said, I love you guys. You guys take care. Seeing you in the next episode.